From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, May 11th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. COVID-19 pandemic health policies Ohioans have been following for more than three years are now ending. Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff addressed the public about what this means. First, at-home COVID tests will no longer be free to most people. Dr. Vanderhoff says, though, there is something that will remain free in the Buckeye State. The Ohio Department of Health has a sizable supply of vaccine that we can distribute to areas of the state that may need it. For now, vaccines will remain free for all. State officials will continue to track cases using wastewater as well. Scientists say if there's another surge in the virus, that method is key to finding it. There are new details and a reward is now being offered in the case of a missing Cleveland woman. ONN's Stephanie Haney has the story. We now know this missing mother of two left behind her cell phone and ID before she disappeared. As the search for her continues, Crime Stoppers is now offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to her return. Sources say Lachelle was supposed to testify in a rape case against a former co-worker, Michael Stennett. He's in custody for violating a protective order requiring him to stay away from Lachelle. A missing persons report was filed on Sunday, and that report says that prior to Lachelle's disappearance, someone shot at her home. I'm Stephanie Haney. Ohioans are likely to see a constitutional issue on the ballot in November asking whether abortion rights should be guaranteed. But Republicans against it have put together a ballot measure for this summer that could help determine whether the abortion issue passes or not. ONN's Richard Solomon in Columbus explains. The Ohio House and Senate agreed to send the voters in August a measure making it more difficult to amend the state's constitution. The resolution asked voters to raise the threshold for future constitutional amendments from 50% plus one to a 60% majority. Those who are opposed to this resolution describe this as an undemocratic power grab, while proponents say this is a way to keep Ohio's constitution safe from special interest. Reporting at the State House, I'm Richard Solomon. A 22-year-old man has been indicted on multiple charges by a Cuyahoga County grand jury in connection with the 2019 murder of a 58-year-old woman. ONN's Emma Henderson reports. Sheila Wallace was walking her dog at McGowan Park in Cleveland. According to video evidence, two men walked by her before one turned around and shot her twice, killing her. At the time, no gun was found on scene, but a gun linked to the crime later that year was traced back to the shooting. And investigators say that, plus DNA, video evidence, and witness testimony led them to Dewan Evans, who has now been indicted for aggravated murder, murder, and felonious assault. He is already serving time in prison for an unrelated crime, and he will appear in court this Friday in the Sheila Wallace case. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. West Virginia basketball coach Bob Huggins, who previously coached at the universities of Akron and Cincinnati, has agreed to a three-game suspension and a $1 million pay cut after he used a homophobic slur during a radio show. ONN's Dave James has the story. Huggins will keep his job as the school's basketball coach, but the blunder will leave a lasting mark on his Hall of Fame career. During a call to a Cincinnati radio station Monday, Huggins was asked whether he had a chance of landing a Xavier player from the transfer portal. Huggins then made offensive comments about Xavier fans. For 16 years, Huggins coached at UC, which is a crosstown rival to Xavier. He later apologized. The 69-year-old coach also will be required to meet with LGBTQ plus leaders as part of the agreement. Dave James, ONN News. Huggins' salary was just over $4 million, making him the highest paid public employee in West Virginia. 
There was another train derailment last night, not far from East Palestine. ONN's Maureen Kyle in Cleveland has more. A Norfolk Southern train has derailed in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, which is just over the Ohio line. Newcastle police say there is no indication of any hazardous material being released at this derailment, only about 20 miles from East Palestine, where that toxic train derailment happened back in February. I'm Maureen Kyle. There's news on federal legislation introduced in the wake of the East Palestine train derailment earlier this year. Here's ONN's Amanda Fay. The Senate Commerce Committee has passed the Railway Safety Act of 2023. Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown introduced that bill, which works to increase rail safety measures and hold rail companies accountable if something goes wrong. The bill now heads to the full Senate to be considered. I'm Amanda Fay. Police departments in Ohio are struggling to maintain their staffing levels, but a bill at the State House could help. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. In the Senate, a bill was passed to change the minimum age to become a police officer from 21 to 18. Senate Bill 53 does not change current hiring practices for police departments, but allows anyone 18 and older to be hired. The bill now goes to the House. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Great Lakes cruise ships are starting to sail into downtown Cleveland. ONN's Neil Fisher has more. American Queen Voyages will have 34 stops in Cleveland between their two ships, more than all cruises that stopped in Cleveland combined in 2017. The Ocean Navigator with 100 passengers on board came from Toronto, will stop in Detroit, then Mackinac Island, and eventually end in Chicago. The Port of Cleveland estimates each passenger spends around $100 while off the ship boosting the economy for local businesses and bringing in new clientele. I'm Neil Fisher. And Columbus-based Wendy's fast food chain has announced they will be trying artificial intelligence for drive through orders at one of their restaurants in the capital city. Here's ONN's Jay Crawford. Wendy's is partnering with Google for a test run that will begin next month. The pilot program will use Google Cloud's AI technology to have conversations with customers, understand made-to-order requests, and generate responses to frequently asked questions. Wendy's says this will allow employees to focus on serving up fast, fresh, quality food with exceptional service. I'm Jay Crawford. The first Wendy's opened in Columbus in 1969. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.